The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Immediate post-match reaction, well kind of immediate, it's got past five on the Saturday, Saturday, uh, to Crystal Palace's one all draw at home uh, against Newcastle United. Uh, I'm Matthew, uh, joined by my brother Luke. Um, hesitate to ask Luke how you're doing after that. Frustrated. <laughs> That's what I'm going to get. Uh, I share that sentiment, I'm sure many of our listeners will as well. We're with you to uh, reflect on Palace's, uh, I guess what it feels like... Um, does it feel like a defeat? I don't know. Let's start on that. Does it feel like a defeat? I'm, I'm feeling really flat after that. I think it's because it, it, it's a combination of obviously the Brighton game, you know, not seeing out the game. Um, same with Arsenal on on uh, Monday night. And I just think we look defensively naive at set pieces, brother. And, and to, like I said to you during the game, you know, I'm not one of these people that wants to keep harking on about Roy Hodgson, but, you know, we were so defensively sound under Roy. It's very frustrating to now to go to almost the opposite, and I think we're it's quite embarrassing actually at set pieces how how disorganised we look as a back line. And I think to be honest with you, today's game was a bit of a story of our season. You know, first half we absolutely dominated mm-hmm. and really should have taken our chances. I think Benteke hit the post. Um, I was screaming at you that we we, we need to just shoot. We look like at times we were trying to pass the ball into the net. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating not to capitalise on 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 dominance really um, and yeah it just feels like a, a, a missed opportunity again yeah it's another one you mentioned the Brighton game obviously the Arsenal game on Monday just gone and then today where it feels like we should have taken away three points and we're only coming away with one I mean obviously yeah. look it's still a point um, on the board leaves us, in, leaves us in 15th place um, in the table but we could be so much higher couldn't we Um well, it's, it's interesting actually. So I think today, the fact that we didn't get beaten today is the first time in the Premier League that we've gone five matches, home matches in a row from the start of the season unbeaten. Um, first time we've done it in any league since 1996-97 and the first time in the top flight since 1991. So if we're, if we're clinging on to positives, I guess there's that, but we really should be turning these draws into wins, shouldn't we? Well, we are clinging there, right? Because it's this, what is there four draws in there and one yeah. one victory. The Tottenham game wins. Tottenham were absolutely appalling. Yeah, I think even the Tottenham fans would agree. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned the sort of the first half. I guess it was dominance, wasn't it? We were yeah. we were we were pretty pretty good. Newcastle offered very little, um, and and it kind of just felt like that. Actually, the first half pretty pretty much petered out didn't it really yeah. um, and, and for both sides it was it was a good call to, to blow the whistle from the ref the, the ref however uh, had a, an even better second half uh, one could <laughs> argue um, we didn't really get much going for us did we in terms of decisions although saying it probably got the right uh, well we'll come to it in a minute but I think he got the big calls right yeah I think he did I mean there's a lot of Palace fans get frustrated with, with the referee he slowed the game down at times and yeah he allowed I'm, Newcastle to do so, didn't he? As yeah, well. exactly. That, that's the problem. Newcastle, especially in the, in the first half, were wasting time. Um, and they allowed to do that. I mean, it's interesting, brother. We talk about the first half in terms of dominance. I mean, the changes in the lineup. the big one obviously being that Marco Lise came in. And I don't know if he... Obviously, we need to be careful about him because he's only 19 years old. You know, we need not to expect too much of him. I think there's a, a bit of a, a feeling around Palace fans that they're, they're, you know, expect him to come on and do the business straight away. I thought today he... he in the first half, I was frustrated with him. 
um, because he didn't seem like he wanted to take Matt Ritchie on, um, which was, you know, and you saw when Wolf came on, obviously he took him on straight away. But the thing is, on the occasions he did take him on, I can think of two occasions, he, he, he did him. Yeah. And he left him left him looking silly, didn't he? So, yeah, I mean, that's probably confidence, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's still finding his feet in the Premier League. Um, from a first start, you'd say it was, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, he did quite well, yeah. Yeah, he did, he did do okay. Um, just I think on the first half performance, I think you know we were the better team. But to be fair, Newcastle offered very, very little, yeah. very, very little, and and you know you can see, you can see why their fans are excited by a change. And, and I guess on the go- way to the game this morning, this morning, no lunchtime today, you and I were uh, saying how it was a bit concerning that Bruce had sort of gone mm. with a couple of days before the game, and worried whether they'd have the impetus from from that change. Yeah, um, obviously they've got caretakers in place at the minute, but you know that's always the the worry that a managerial change gives the the team the boost. Yeah. Um, didn't really, from their perspective, and and kind of as we said, Palace the better of the of the um, of the of the teams in the, in the first half. I think Benteke hit the post didn't it, in the first half. Yeah. Um, after after there was um, I think it was a ball from the right from Elise. I think it might um, be. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and, and it, as it was turned into a bit of an eventful game for Benteke, really, didn't it? I think we we said across the ninety minutes he hit the hit the bar, hit the post, side net, side net in uh, uh, an acrobatic overhead kick or bicycle kick, I think. Scored um, and a goal disallowed. <laughs> yeah, um, and that brings us on to the second half. So I think we came out pretty pretty good from the blocks for the second half. Uh, sustained sort of period of Palace pressure, a number of corners in the second half, and Benteke with a with a rocket. Bullet header in I think just ten minutes after the after the restart, um, and things are looking good. And we thought, okay, right, we need to push on here. I think at that point I said to you, like, we need a second yeah. based on our uh, recent um, inability to hold on to wins, and the inevitable happened, right? It's about ten minutes after, wasn't it? I think I, I want to say it was a set piece. I'm not sure if it was a set piece. Corner. That it was heading out. It was a corner, was it? it? Corner, oh, okay, yeah. and yeah, it, we we used to look so defensively fragile at least, and and I think. For, for for a for a team that has players like Yorkshire Anderson at the back, we, we don't dominate enough aerially, and there was just a lot of space for Callum Wilson. To, got a great goal. It's not taking him away that it was a fantastic finish, but he shouldn't have been allowed about the chance to no. be able to pull that off really. Um, and then I felt that Palace kind of, I don't know, we didn't really create much after that. I mean, I know there was the Tekkers chance he was put through, like you say, and he hit the side net in. Should have scored. Probably had too much time to think about it. That's the thing. With, that's the thing with Christian. I find that if he has any more than a few seconds to think about it, he often seems to fumble his lines. Yeah. Whereas you know, you put the ball on his head, uh, smash it his head in, in, inside the box, and it's a goal normally. So yeah. yeah, frustrating with that one. And and I was a bit worried they take him off after that because I th- still thought he had a goal in him, yeah. and he did. He did have the goal in, but unfortunately for us, and I, that's why I say the ref made the right call. I think it looked like a push from it was Mark Guy, wasn't it? Oh, I, th- I think it was more holding him down. I think it might have been. He had his arms out. I mean, look, we're basing this on one VAR replay that we saw on the big screen from about I don't know fifty yards away where it was. Um, so I need to see it again. But it looked to me like Gay was sort of holding the man down, and therefore. Benteke was able to get to the ball. Although saying that, I think Benteke jumped about head and shoulders above, uh, above the rest of them. So had had Gay not been holding the boat there, he probably still would have won the header. But there was an infringement there. Um, it's just gutting, you know, in the 87th minute to think that you've won the game um, and, and then obviously have it ruled out. And then Palace kind of invited pressure on them, which really frustrated me because only a minute before Benteke scored this our goal we brought on Jean-Philippe Mateta and you went obviously Edouard, Mateta and Tekas up front um, and that was the opportunity for us really to, to sort of go for it and I don't feel like we did I don't know about you 
No. We, we, well, I think the frustrating thing for me is the absence of a plan B. Yeah. Um, there just doesn't seem to be one. And, and with sort of minutes to go, um, you know, we're thinking, right, okay, you know, we've got Mateta on, as you say, lump the ball up there. Yeah. Yeah, they were fanning around with it at the back, which is which was really disappointing. The injury time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I which mean, you've got like I said, you've got Bjorn Philip Mateta, who's six foot four. Tekken's got to be about six three. Edward's no slouch if he's got to be about six six two or something like that. You know, why aren't we going long? Instead, we've got Guaita to Anderson to Gay to Guaita, and then and then Guaita does kick it long for him only for him to fluff his lines that go straight on the halfway line to the, the Newcastle player. I just think, uh, yeah, Plan B, even if Plan B is something as simple as hit it long aim for the big man why aren't we doing that if, if you're I don't know, chasing the game or well you are chasing the game you're chasing to win the game um, and that's what's frustrating me now because that's three games I can sort of point to now where we've had a bit of I don't know, tactical naivety mm. I'd say yeah. um, and it's a bit of a worrying trend for me if I'm honest yeah I mean we can't defend from set pieces it's really really clear um, like you say we've now got track record of it unfortunately mm. um, and I do think we're not we're not taking our chances um, at the minute which is concerning um, and it's a game we should have won when you when you consider yeah. the, the, drop, the drop points it's, Newcastle was a game that you, you picked on the calendar as that's a game we need to win I, I, I woke up this morning thinking we need to win this game and also based on the performance as well today you think you know we, we and and Newcastle's performance we should have taken all three points from that and I think that's why it feels like a defeat um, it doesn't feel like a defeat as much as the Arsenal game in the week that was that was ridiculous that yeah. was a joke um, but yeah it's, it's gutting and, and I guess the thing I would say is we had time though bruv to, to get another, to get the second goal yeah. we had time and I think it's the, the absence of a plan B that is most frustrating from it it'll be interesting to see what Vieira says on the back of that mm. whether he is accepting of it or not but I don't know it's, it's a bit of a trend at the minute and, and like I say I mean if let's say, say we turned those three games into wins that reflected on the Brighton the um, Arsenal cool. and today's that's another what six points right yeah. We would be top six, <laughs> and that's that's the difference, and that's that's why it's so frustrating. I think because we aren't performing like a fifteenth place team in the sense of, you know, not looking like we're going to get three points um, in, in, in most of these games. It's the fact that we're not we're not you know tight enough in in, in well we're giving away sloppy goals. Well, even more frustrating, I guess, in the context that our next game is Man City away. So that's a write off. I don't I don't expect us to get anything from that game, and then we're heading into. Um, November, I think we play teams like Burnley and uh, Villa. I want to say I don't we've know. Got, well, we've got we've got Wolves, Burnley, yeah, and Villa. Villa, there you go. And, that, and those and again are, are, are games I would have earmarked as Palace needing to get wins out of. But given our our current form and, and inability to grind out results, I'm not confident that we are going to get wins out of that. You know, um, look, I, there's there's also the context of you know a lot of change and the point a game keeps you up. So I guess that's that's kind of what you need to aim towards. But when you're playing a certain way and have such so much dominance in the pitch, um, you really need to be t- getting three points. And I hark back to you know that sort of Tony Pulis days when we had sort of thirty percent possession, twenty five percent possession in games, but we're still winning games. And you know what what what's the point in having seventy percent possession if you're not winning games? It doesn't really matter in the end, does it? No, <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree. Um, I think if that's a Roy. Okay, like you say, not to look back, but if that's a Roy team today, I think we we win that game. I don't, I don't um, think so, yeah. I think we take the chances and we, we hold on. Um, look, let's not take away the fact Callum Wilson's over here kick was a, was fantastic. a fantastic finish. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to be blaming the ref. As you say, from what we saw, it looked like a foul mm. um, by Mike Gaye for the, for the, um, from the corner, for, yeah. the, for the header, from Benteke to, to what well, would have made it 2-1. It's just disappointing, disappointing. Look, 
Um, before we finish up, we did have a question from Beryl Hanslow. Um, she said, will Palace ever win at home? Um, we hope so, Beryl. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's just the performance, isn't it? And it's the frustration, I think. It feels like we won't ever win at home because it's been now, what, is that four games at home now? Five games at home now. Well, we won the Tottenham game, didn't we? Um, That's true. But, but yeah, I know. It feels like a long time ago. It does now, feel like it, a long time ago. And that was also against 10 men, but they sort of capitulated before then, I guess. But... Yeah, look, you can only hope that there's, there's going to be one thing that clicks here and that, that that's the, the thing which turns these draws into into wins. Um, I don't know what that thing is. Obviously, I think we need to focus more on, on defending set pieces and training um, because there's so much quality in the Premier League that if, you don't, if you're not good enough that, you are going to concede goals. And um, yeah, it, it, it's hopefully, it's, it's hopefully we can get past this frustration, turn some draws into wins and uh, push up the table a bit more. But... Um, yeah, it's hard to be uh, positive after witnessing that, I guess. Well, uh, we hope you're feeling a bit more positive than we are. Uh, to finish on a positive note, don't forget, at Six Points of Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That's Socials. the handle. Thanks to everyone who gets in touch. Thanks to Beryl for getting in touch today. Um, and, uh, yeah, drop us your messages. Tell us what you're thinking about today's game. Are you as disappointed as us, or are we just being uh, be a bit, bit too miserable? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, as always, stay safe. Uh, we will see you soon. Back for the next game, which is uh, away at Man City uh, next Saturday. Um, and as always, up, up the palace. Up to palace. Up the palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. Uh, 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 uh,